This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> How is... What is... Uh, what do you got? We got there. Is that Indica? Sativa? What's we working with? It's sativa. I always get sativas. My fucking man. I love sativa. Gotta get that, that mind stone going on now. You know what I'm saying? Active. Yeah, I, I gotta, gotta, gotta. Couch lock is your enemy, bro. Right. Now I'll put it this way if I was a cannabis user, and if I did take an edible the other night, and if I did. Not estimate when it was going to kick in, and it kicked in after the movie. If all of those things happen, I would, <laughs> I would guess, I would estimate where you would find me was pacing in my living room, speaking to my wife about uh, theology and conspiracy. Of course, in between random bouts of giggles. Now, none of this happened, of course. No, this is all just. But a were that mind. the way that it happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to CoughCast, or at least going to be CoughCast for about the next five minutes. <laughs> uh, see, there you go. No, it's Labor Day. It's Labor it Day. It is. And as goddamn free Americans, we're going to illegally smoke something. That's right. And that just, shouldn't be. Just, uh, to celebrate uh, the labor force of this country. Which, is that what the day is about? Yes. Like, I really don't know. Yeah. So, so here's What's what, history of Labor Day? Well, what How are the Jews involved? What you're supposed to do on Labor Day is is <laughs> is write a letter pool, to, write right? a letter to a Chinese worker since that's where American labor is right now. <laughs> Say thanks for the Nikes. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the iPhone. Uh, yeah. I, as I was saying to Matt, I was thinking on the way over here. I am not a fan of any holiday. I think every holiday is fake. That ends. No, no, I can't. I, I won't. I don't think I'm able to do the show. Uh oh. The one and oh, it says the one and only Colin motherfucking Williams. So bring him I, on. No, I, just bring him on here. <coughs> or maybe he's just going to try and listen. <coughs> Talk to us, Colin. Turn on dial in there. Matt and I just. Oh, I think he's. I think he's getting. Mister Colin, are you there? Hello. Hey, how are you? Um, I'm pretty good. I'm out in uh out near Matt's uh old stomping grounds. Where is that? Oh, out in Cottleville. Uh no, Troy, Missouri. Whoa. Oh God. What are you doing out there? Yeah, why? Uh I wanted to get my hands on one of those infamous crumbly burgers. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> you can bring one back for Matt. He's gonna be ready for a crumbly burger here in about what about an hour, Matt? <laughs> Where uh or did did you get one? Uh no, no. Um <laughs> I'm at a I'm at a family uh, family gathering of uh, sorts. Oh, that's always fun. Gotcha. Introduce principles of libertarian Christian anarchism. That's what I always do at family events. So, um, what is it, what is that behind you? Is that the is, is it's a motorcycle? I'm sure. Oh, yeah, it's a motorcycle. Um, I had to go outside because I didn't want the certain family members <laughs> having their ears hear certain things that might be said. 
Ah, uh, gotcha. Well, Addison just took a second puff on the joint we were smoking. Will you not bl- do Which, these things on air? Theoretically, hypo- s- allegedly, hypothetically. <laughs> uh, what did you want us to talk about, though, Colin? I know you had something because you said. To oh do- yeah, um, oh, I want Matthew. I, I want Matt's take on uh, astral projection. Oh, yeah, and if he's ever, uh, you know. Astrally projected. <laughs> yeah, if, he, if he's ever waded into those waters, um, and then also what Matt thinks about uh, certain DMT breathing exercises to release uh, DMT naturally in your uh, is it your pineal gland? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's Matt. Matt. Matt's about to actually project right oh, now. Man, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Labor Day. I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating on there. It's Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, um, so, for question, question one: the actual projection <laughs> thing. Uh, I've waded into those waters. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I can't swim in them yet. So, yeah, I learned about astral projection a couple of years ago, and and I've always been kind of a real active dreamer my whole life. Well, and if you go back to listen to the episode with Gene, we all shared a, a, our experiences on some of that. And yeah. Talked a little bit about whether it might be astral projection. But. So, uh, lucid dreaming, yes. I've done that before. Um, I, I haven't been able to confirm whether or not um, the astral projection that I may or may have, may not have experienced was, wasn't a lucid dream. Um, so, I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's kind of odd. You, there's, it's, it's hard to, like, you know test a thing like that but a weird coincidence i did uh um on reddit earlier today i was you know on the reddits and our astral projection yeah is a subreddit i'm subscribed to and some some guy uh had had posted a method that he used which right before he went to bed he took a, a die and he rolled it across the floor and then just <laughs> let it go didn't look at it and then uh during the night had an astral projection Went and to to see to look what the number on the what die the was. was when he woke right up the, the next morning, he said it was it was correct. So I don't know that might be a method I I try, but uh, it's something that that's interested me quite a bit. The thing about it though is that you really I feel need to have the body and mind in a healthy spot right. in order to do that. You know, just like any scientific um, experiment, you want to have factors of control. So you know you wouldn't want to get drunk or get high the night before. Or, you know, be in decent shape. So that, that totally eliminates me. <laughs> You're never going to have a night like that. Yeah, never going to yeah. have a night like that. Yeah, so it, go, it goes in Matt's book of experiments he'd like to try. Yeah. But, <laughs> but no, it's, 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 it's very interesting. And I think that, uh, I don't know, if you look at the, the, like, the universal consciousness model, like we are all simply extensions of the universe experiencing itself. Right. Um, you know, um, the, the quantum link, link between... Um, particles, that sort of thing. Everything in the universe is connected, basically, is what I'm saying. So why couldn't you, if you're simply a... The brain is a receiver, not a transmitter, why wouldn't you then be able to project your consciousness out of your body? I think I don't think it it uh, is unscientific to say that, yeah, you definitely could. Yeah. Um, so I might be confusing astral projection with, with an, another, um, another thing, um, but I, I recall hearing somewhere or, or watching a video on YouTube that kind of uh, put a warning and like a heed on getting into those waters of astral projection, because if you're not careful, 
it can open up uh, gateways and in, in, in a passage into like demonic uh, realms. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily a the demonic realm, it's, but it's it's the spiritual realm, you know. And we 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 ultimately have the ultimate spiritual power right here in in the physical realm, whereas you know other forces have spiritual the, power, the spiritual power right. or the physical physical power. Right. Uh, I think I think there in the spirit realm we have the the physical power, huh. where uh, where they may still have the spiritual power. It's it's very confusing. However, <laughs> especially since I'm high, but <laughs> however, I I think that anytime you interact with the spiritual, whether that's uh. Do you think it's a potential danger? Dreams or astral projection or, mm-hmm. you know, drawing circles on the floor and lighting candles and shit like that. Right. I th- Yeah, I, th- I think anytime you do that, you open yourself up to to um, spiritual forces that, that want to harm you because, you know, I don't know. I, I Personally, I think there are certain ways that they can get in and I think that... Uh, we shouldn't fuck with them? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think you shouldn't fuck with them. It's just that you should know what you're getting into. Also, also realize that you don't have to be like some sort of wizard throwing around magical spells in order to, you know, fit, keep yourself away from negative energies or forces or whatnot. You just simply have to be, have to know and understand that you are a completely autonomous individual and if nothing has power over you that you don't let it have power over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah, just, you know, no, fuck off, demon. You know, get out of here. You don't have any power. The hell out of here. And it's mostly psychological, right? We're growing up with Hollywood, like demons, scary, woo. Yeah. You know, they can, they can bend know. time and well, no, kill they can, they can, shit. they can, you know, steal your soul. They can't steal your soul unless you let them. Yeah. You know, so it's it's something that's they demons have to have consent. Demons can't rape. <laughs> to, 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 to the Me Too yeah. demon movement. Exactly. Demons yeah. can't. They they actually cannot rape. You have ultimately you have to give some sort of consent. <laughs> Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just make sure you have plenty of crystals around you. Oh, yes. Christ. God, calling in the crystals. <laughs> I swear to God, another couple of weeks, Matt is going to call into the show just like this. Yeah. And say, yeah, uh, I wanted to see if you guys had nineteen ninety nine a month. Well, he's going to try to hold crystal on, the month. Hold club. on, though. Hold on, though. <laughs> there are sp- there are physical things that cause um a magnifying glass, for instance. Right. You take the magnifying glass, it's bends a tool. Yeah. It bends the light, and all of a sudden, the things that are we're, we're far away are, are much closer. Right. Right? That's a piece of technology we use in a certain way. Now, what if there are pieces of technology that... We don't know how to use? Well, no, that, that only have a spiritual application. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so, so you cannot measure that spiritual application, you know? Right. And it, it, maybe it's something... Even, you know, um, even as simple as like, you know, just applying your will, you know, intent, your intent and your willpower makes that a thing that can function in the universe. I don't know. So I don't don't write off crystals. So I guess, yeah, Colin, I guess your answer to that is don't throw away the crystals yet. uh, Okay. What was the what was your second question? DMT breathing. Oh, uh, yeah. So my, my, my second question was about um, DMT breathing exercises. I know a lot of yogis who. Uh, subscribe to this idea that um, if you, you 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 can you can train yourself to breathe a certain way that you are then capable of releasing DMT um, and experiencing it that way instead of just like smoking it or ingesting it uh, you know orally. I'm I'm sure it's totally possible. Yeah, I mean DMT naturally occurs in your brain, like it's there. It's chemicals in your brain. It's isn't it flooded the... with it when we die? Yeah, yeah. 
I think that's 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 the chemical because it opens it the door all the way up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it has to pass uh, through. Yeah, I, I've seen Addison a lot of um, really powerful yogis on Instagram, and he can probably share with you some Jesus of those pages. Jesus Christ! Later. Wait till you see uh, this hippie bullshit, man. <laughs> Unbelievable! It's, uh, anyway, it's a fucker in dread stretching in the woods. I don't know. Anyhow, <laughs> it's not as bad as the people who drink their own pee. That's true. Have you seen those people? Uh, yeah. Actually, I think I think one of them um, actually does. Ah, I knew okay. he was going to say that. Oh. <laughs> for the if, is it for medicinal purposes? Now we're going to have to. Now that pot's legal everywhere, we have to be like legalized medicinal pee. <laughs> That's the next exactly. great front. Yeah. Um, but uh, I got to run. Um, I'll let you two gentlemen carry on with the show. We will do that. Thanks, um, thanks for checking sure in. You- yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, make sure you uh, uh, enjoy and use responsibly <laughs> the natural medicine that our creator has given us to use. Um, we always do. Yeah, you have a great uh, laborious day. Mm. <laughs> and I will uh, talk to you gentlemen later on. Well, thanks, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Yeah, see ya. See ya. Uh Colin Williams. Colin Williams, everybody. A great a great guy. Big Our round of applause. Former West Coast correspondent, now uh, Troy, Missouri correspondent, now- Colin, <laughs> Colin, Colin Williams. That's right. Reporting live from outside the Crumbly Burger. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Colin, reporting live from outside Crumbly Burger, how much meth have <laughs> you right. seen so far? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Matt, the difference is, uh, ever since you left and stopped managing, now they're just meth burgers. So... <laughs> Uh, Cullen, have you been to the Walmart? What's going on at the Walmart right now? Oh, well, I can see two hobos raping each other. <laughs> How does that work? Oh, it it works, Matt. Like they're both DTF, but when, they don't want to... When you see the streets, like I've seen them, and the things that I've experienced in life, then you'll know. Like, I imagine if it's two hobos raping each, <laughs> each other. Is it... Like, <coughs> like, I'm. It's I'm, because oral is off the table for both of them, and well, I was yeah. no, because the the verbiage raping each other, my head went immediately to some sort of force sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, like they they both want to have sex, but neither of them wants a penis in their mouth. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the most retarded thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but it makes perfect sense to you right now. Uh, anyway, uh, to answer Colin's question, the rest of his question, I I don't have any experience with DMT, um, and I don't know enough about it really. Um, yeah. Apparently, it's really easy to get around here. Yeah, I haven't tried, and I don't know. Yeah. So, um, the the thing the thing about it is though, I have found kind of my medium, right? My happy, I'm content with this. Like it doesn't it doesn't burden me to do psychedelics. Well, no, in 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 my my psychonaut career, I guess you could say I'm retired, <laughs> right? Really? I don't know. It's a sad day. On um, give that some thought. I don't. It's just it's it's the fact that like I don't. I've 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 done a, enough of a variety of drugs, right? To understand that that's not the way through. You weren't supposed to do that. 
Oh, I mean, that's not the way to whatever the purpose of life is, to whatever the pers- purpose of consciousness is, to whatever knowing yourself is. Right. That's not the way to it. It can help. It can give you a boost up. It could be a good stepping stone. Right. But ultimately, that's not the way. Hmm. So, yeah, they they can be fun. And, yeah, you can use them, you know. So, hey, one of the greatest ways to have, for me, to have a moment of self-reflection and just, you know, think is turn, to have, is turn to have, the page on a chapter, maybe. Well, have a little smoke, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just kind of get lost in your own thoughts and clear your head a little bit. And, yeah, it's useful. Everything is sex. But it's <laughs> not I'm finally it's not now the back way, into his seasons. It's not, it's, it's not the way to the yeah. end yeah. of whatever you're, you're going for. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, our next segment, of course, is Addison Talks About the Office, <laughs> which we haven't had that in a while. It's been about three or four months. Yeah. Well, yeah. no. I could tell that you kind of slowed down on The Office because we weren't I talking did. about The Office I, every episode. I, <laughs> yeah, my quotes aren't as fresh. No, but I uh, I did stop and I watched, uh, well, I've watched a couple of things in between, but uh, now I'm back on it. Now it's the go-to and it's just tremendous, mm. as always. See, I don't know, man. I can't I can't just constantly be re-watching a show like that. You don't have the appreciation that I do. I guess Because not. each character becomes more lovable. Except for Andy. Except, yeah, more hateable. I fucking hate him so much. Anyways, uh, no, one of the things I did watch, did you watch Sticks and Stones? Chappelle's New Hour? No, that everyone's no, been shitting no, their pants I about? I haven't watched it. Ah, uh, Matthew, you know we have a podcast. I know, I know. It's fine, man. It's <clears> but fine. I know I, that there are certain things that out there that we're supposed to see and we're supposed to get pissed off and enraged about. And anytime there's something that comes along and it's I know, viral. I know, but it's also. And newspapers are talking about it. Matthew, Matthew. It's something they want you to see. I have, I, I'm aware of that. Nor do I, nor do I deny that. But I've heard, I've heard that they're so. Explain the situation. What what are the leftists pissed off about? What are the leftists pissed off about right now? No, no, no. no. What I was going to say was, I understand what you're saying, and I'm not denying it. Mm-hmm. But Clayton Bigsby, man. Yeah. So is Clayton Bigsby in the new no. special? But the point is, the man that brought us that genius. Yeah. The black white supremacist, man. I know. He had a sketch on nationally syndicated cable television that was called The Black White Supremacist. Dude, dude. You're trying to have an argument here, and we're not arguing. Matthew, I'm not finished. A man that brought us a sketch on nationally syndicated cable television called The Nigger Family. N-I-G-G-E-R, it's The Nigger Family. The Nigger Family. Anyways, my point being, this is Chappelle. Sure. You and I have unlocked a lot of doors in the past few years about the things that we think are influenced by the media and MKUltra and our thought experiments on this program. There it went again. It's totally gone. One of one of my one of my <laughs> most favorite times, one of my best memories with you and me, uh, is that night that we watched all that comedy. We watched, hour, yeah, like, yeah, for for like four or five hours. And, we just yeah, we weren't even drinking, we weren't even smoking. We were just no, just we're just watching comedy, wa- hanging in a room watching comedy. And, and, and I was like, was I was a call no. to a time <laughs> when that was the case. And I, I remember that I made the biggest stink. Point over is, we're too woke. Man. Whether or not we were going to watch Killing Them Softly, because I don't believe you had seen it. 
Right. And it was one of my favorites. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know if I want to watch that. I'm like, we have to watch it. Yeah. Killing them softly. Yeah. My favorite stand-up routine of all time. My favorite stand-up of all time. And that's what I'm saying. This is that guy. I know. So you owe it to me, if not yourself, and the listener to but at watch the, at the same hour. time, at the same time, I have like four shows I want to watch right now because it's fall again. You know, TV's back. Right. It's back. <laughs> Peaky Blinders is back. It's Succession back season black. two. Working Succession moms. season two. I mean. Anyway. No, that's the Netflix's social engineering. Oh. So popper. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'll get around to it. I know. But I, I have about an hour yeah. of free time on days that I work. Yeah. On days that I work, I have about an after everything's said and done, I get I have about an hour of me time. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. And it's fine because, you know, Tompkins is my baby right now and babies require a lot of attention. Um, but on the, my days off, I don't want to be watching TV for six hours a day. You know what I mean? Right. I want to be sleeping there an extra six hours a day. To get, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. I woke up this morning at like 8.30. I was so disappointed. I had turned my alarm off, my, my daily alarm off. But your body was like, oh no, we have to get into Tompkins. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And I'm yep. so disappointed. I was like, damn you, body. You've but, let me exactly. down again. Yeah. Again. See, I have two of those. And they just come walking in the room. Yeah. And go, Daddy, I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm like, well, Daddy's sleepy and has a rock hard boner. So get the fuck out. <laughs> wow. Anyways, okay. so Chappelle. Yeah, let's let's not talk about your children and boners. <laughs> the <laughs> the thing that I wanna pull out, which actually a lot of people Okay, we're well, not gonna talk about boners. <laughs> the thing that I want to talk about is because a lot of the liberals I think it's mostly the trans thing. Mm-hmm. And you'll watch it and you'll, you'll know. I, I, I did but, listen to the, the No Agenda break it down a little bit. <laughs> Some of that, yeah. Then So the thing that I want to pull out that hasn't seemed to piss anybody off, but he's absolutely right on, which and you'll know when you hear this, like this to me is vintage Chappelle. Yeah. Because when he stood up on stage and told jokes, it was, I know this and here's how it's funny. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I'm going to play this clip. Just a clip. Uh, are you serious? This opioid crisis is a crisis. I see it every day. It's as bad as they say. It's ruining lives. It's destroying families. Sadly, you know what it reminds me of? Seeing it? It reminds me of us. These white folks look exactly like us during the crack epidemic. Is why? Because I even have insight into how the white community must have felt watching the black community go through the scourge of crack. Because I don't care either. <laughs> Hang in there, whites. <laughs> and this Just is the- say no. What's so hard about that? <laughs> because that's exactly, and see, and now, having heard that, you know why I like that joke. Mm-hmm. Vintage yeah. Chappelle. It's on something that's actually happening, and there's a nugget of truth in it, too. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> because that's exactly what the white community did to blacks when it came to crack. Yeah. Brought to you by the CIA, courtesy of the Clintons. Mm-hmm. Trademark. Uh, <laughs> don't, forget the Me- don't forget Mexico. Exactly. Um, that's exactly what the white community did. Yeah. And now that it's an opiate crisis, there's some more headlines and buzz about it in the sense that uh you know we have to stop it but no more than they did with the crack epidemic and in reality everybody's looking over the aisle and just saying just say no yeah (laughs) and which is maddening that's the maddening part because 
what I've experienced in my own life is that when somebody who has never dealt with addiction before has to get close to someone who's going through an addiction, mm-hmm. they have no idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah. They just have no clue. And and really that's the, that's what breaks my heart is that they approach it with just say no. <laughs> How hard could it be? Yeah. Because that's not how addiction works. You know? It's not just say no. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you can argue the semantics, you know, like the, the evangelicals like to demonize people that call it a disease and whatever. And it's like, well, it's genetic and you either have it or you don't. So however you define that. But it's also, you're not, you're not it's not drugs you're saying no to. Because especially right. with, with crack, with, with heroin. <laughs> Once yeah. you say yes Fantastic to it, Fantastic drugs all by w- the way. Once you say yes to it, yeah. Then you you've you're done. Yeah, you you said yes to it. And so now you you're not saying no to the drug. You're saying that you, that you've said yes. You're saying no to all the things in your life you used to do. Like right. go to work. <laughs> Be a person. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's that's what folks don't understand. Yeah. And it's it's maddening, but it's understandable, but I think the number one thing it is is it sad because they really don't understand it, mm-hmm. you know? And I think I think if there was a lot more understanding, maybe on the part of legislatures, legislators, mm-hmm. you know, then you would see a potential for something that could possibly help. But right now, they're. I mean, if you look at the way the federal government classes drugs and, and the DA and how they handle it and everything, their pol- their drug policy, the unwritten drug policy, of the United States is just say no, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because their whole idea is like, well, we'll just go out and catch it. But at the same time, it's it's the government bringing it in. Exactly. Which is the slap in the face of the American people and why they don't have a vested interest to move beyond a policy that essentially says, well, just say no. Yeah. You know, whether it's mental health or that these people need to, you know, or whatever. But. And hopefully. I mean, who knows? Fuck it. But why don't we just put this problem into like, you know, somebody's algorithm, get get Musk and the boys together and whatever, spit out an algorithm, boom, run this problem through it. It comes out the other end and says, I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Damn it. Why did you do this? The, the, what the, percentage the was that? The algorithm. Um, I, I don't know. It's, I it's, know. It's, See, buying on the street. This is what I hate. I didn't buy this it on a street. I, I bought it from bought the same the guy street. I've been buying from for seven years. On the street. It's a term that means in the black he market. Ha- no, it was Illegally, wasn't. Matthew. Okay. All right. Is the man a licensed grower for medicinal purposes in Missouri? He should, I, he should, he should get the I do not want to divulge any, any information about certain parties with <laughs> yeah. which I am associated. It turns out it's... Uh, or, or may or may not be associated. Right. Right. <laughs> we should listen to some of the Pot Brothers of Law videos right now. <laughs> not discussing my day. And then you shut the fuck up. Anyways, it's actually good advice for the cops. Yeah. Don't talk to the police. Anyway. No, go ahead. <laughs> Anyway, the United States government brings in drugs. We know this. Now, one of the the drugs that's coming into the country, fentanyl. Fentanyl by by the by the ton, by the by the container load, we say in the something shipping like, industry. Something like 25,000 tons of fentanyl was seized in a harbor off of San Francisco uh last week. Wow. Or I don't know, maybe it's Seattle. Recently or something. Maybe it was yeah. coming from China. Yeah. Yeah. That's where fentanyl comes from there. And I think the most heroin... The 4,000 year old dynasty that ought to be able to wipe us off the fuck, off the face of the earth if they had the balls and the means. But Well... Come at me, China. 
I want I want to see my family all be a, a nuclearized haze one day. Listen, <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, they're they're bringing it in, and uh, I think a lot of the heroin that's on the streets now is probably nothing more than just watered down fentanyl. It's all fentanyl. It's all. It's just all fentanyl. Yeah. So, what the problem is 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 to this drug epidemic we have right now, the fentanyl epidemic is we need we need to fucking get on China. <laughs> yes, we do. We need to get rid of the Chinese problem. Right. <laughs> oh, you're talking the CQ, if you will. <laughs> no, we we. Uh, I've not, you know, nothing against the Chinese people, but I don't either. But fantastic products they make. Their government is bent on world domination. Then, which ultimately that sounds like something my parents would say, but like no, but, but then once they are that because they're not really still are they really still doing that? Like we're kind yes, of, I, the Chinese have. <laughs> expanded. What's their latest moves? What have they done now? Well, Venezuela is all about China. The situation oh, in Venezuela, yeah, 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 is all about China about yeah. because uh, um, I forget the uh, the guy's name. Um, who who was the successor to, to Chavez? Mm-hmm. He's totally pro. He's all his all his best buddies are Chinese. <laughs> Serious. What do you, what kind of food do you think they go out for? Ugandan. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So no, he that that whole situation was whether or not the U.S. has control of Venezuela politically, or whether or not China has control of. Uh, Venezuela politically. Yeah, yeah, that's all that was. Um, so they made inroads in South America, right? And we we lost in Venezuela. We fucking lost. I mean, yeah, their their dollar's still in the in the in the toilet the system, but we would have kept it in the toilet anyway until we got we bought up everything for che- all their companies on the on the cheap, right? Right. Yeah, because these companies need capital to survive, and their capital's not worth anything. <laughs> Therefore, the Chinese just once they no matter who won in that proxy war, the winner was going to not do anything for a while until they could buy up all the private private equity equity of the comp of the um, company the country the company yeah yeah which the Chinese are now currently doing which is why Venezuela is still a shithole give another two years once the Chinese have full control of that of that country then they'll through private all the owning all the private companies right then you think they paid for them in Bitcoin I don't know who knows <laughs> yeah. And and to people who'd be like, well, Venezuela is a socialist country, so they don't have private companies. Fuck off. You're an idiot. Doesn't matter if you call it socialism or capitalism or communism. It's it's all capitalism. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> that's right. Somebody's got control of it. It's all and corporate. It, it, it can go it's for all a price. corporate capitalism. Just like twenty point one billion. Yeah, dude, oh. Kendall's swinging his dick, but why? No, he's the not. No, fuck? he's not. No, he's not. No, he's in not. In front of his sister, when he when he basically did exactly what it, it does to, exactly what their father told him, and then afterwards he was like, "Good job," and walked right past her. Hundred percent, he's swinging his dick in front of Shiv. Yeah, but it's 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 still his dad, his dad, his his little little puppet. Well, right. What do you think about his when he was talking to her about? I don't. I don't think I'm a good place or whatever. Like, what do you think that was? You think he was playing her, or do you think that's serious? No, I, I think he's 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 sad because he knows he's he's depressed. He's yeah. massively depressed because he knows that that what he what he wants right will not happen. No, what he wants is to control the company. Yeah, and and ultimately make his dad proud, right, and gain his father's approval. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do that by you know the whole clenched fists. You can hit me. You want to hit me? Back in season one, right? 
he he wanted to be strong enough to take his dad out to you know to dethrone right you know stage a coup if you will yeah so I now that's a central intelligence term but now you know he has to wait for his dad to say yes you can have it yeah and the whole time he's going to be doing exactly what his dad wants and ultimately it's not going to be his kingdom he he ends up ruling it's going to be his dad's kingdom he ends up ruling yeah but china China. Greg, best character in the series. <laughs> I'm starting to feel like maybe this room is not that safe. <laughs> I laughed my dick off. I'm like, this nigga right here. <laughs> best written character. It, it's been Rowan. Oh, and it still kind of is with that one scene. But like, but that's... <laughs> what about that window? A, a, a small person, a child person. A smallest child through, person could fit right through there. Fit right through there. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Tremendous character in the, in the series, cousin Greg. I really like the way this makes me feel right now, cousin Greg. <laughs> but Greg is a great character too. He's like, I, oh, and just you, his story, and then the are way you corporate breaking up with me right now. Yeah, and then and then the way he pulled that move with that that blackmail. Yeah, and and Tom was just like, why? Like he was like proud of him in the end uh, for stepping up into sort of that that criminality, but. What Matt and I are talking about, by the way, which I feel like maybe the THC kept us from mentioning, Succession on HBO, tremendous series, great. We just spoiled you all the way up to right now, so yeah, basically, go, go fuck yourself. No, it's a it's a uh, it's a very very well done show, great acting, really good, uh, a great theme song. Yeah, I mean, just that piano. Well, every time the piano comes in throughout mm-hmm. the show, I'm like I'm like That's so well placed. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's it's good. Um, there is, yeah, like I said, great acting, great storytelling, great characters. Uh, you know, and it's Brian it's, Cox. It's, Brian Cox. It's Brian Cox. You can't go wrong with Brian Cox. It's uh, it's um, yeah, it's it's a it's a great great show. <laughs> you are so big right now. Yeah, but see, you don't know what percentage because you bought on the street. So I'm, I'm not because people keep asking me that because I'm like I don't because Effingham's two hours away. Mm-hmm. And January first, I can go over there, but I don't know what to do until then. I could get my medicinal, but that's one hundred and fifty bucks in Missouri to have some to have them give you a medicinal card. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, don't buy on the street, kids. Anyway. Oh, it's the street. It's my buddy. Donald Trump is going to get rid of of fentanyl when he takes out China. Just you wait and see. He's not going to take out China. Yeah. Well, also, if you look at what's the Chinese are in in. Actually, I have a clip from a listener on, about on, this. Hold on. In China, the uh, Chinese people in um, immigrating to Canada, and like the very very large portion of the top one percent, five percent of wealth. Um, in places like Vancouver and Toronto and stuff like that, it's Chinese. It's people. It's first generation immigrants, but they're immigrating and they're millionaires. They're coming here as you know, coming to Canada and places you know in in the U.S. as millionaires, buying up a bunch of property, and then raising prices. That's why places like Toronto and Vancouver and have gone up and so much. Chicago, you know, but especially in Canada are so super expensive to live in now. Yeah. And then, you know, it's a strategy to 
demoralize the people. You know, it's a couple generation strategy, but but I mean, yeah, yeah. But see, that's the thing. China plays with four thousand years. Like I think they look at, at their dynasty in those terms, and so it's like, well, what's a few years to topple a country? Yeah, yeah. We can wait it out. Yeah, it's a state operation. It'll keep going. Yeah. Anyways, here is uh, something we got about the trade stuff. I'd like to hear you guys discuss the China tariffs and Trump's overall strategy. Um, I can tell you that what I do, I work in e-commerce um, for a company that sells mattresses and bed frames, and they are being affected by the tariffs because it's causing us to have to raise our prices to our customers. Um, the company is trying to get out of China, and they have largely done that. Um, so. Hard to know if they'll ever go back now, even if this trade war is resolved either by Trump or by the next president, if that's a Democrat. I don't see it being really effective. I know it's raising a lot of money for the United States. Um, so for the balance sheet, I guess, I suppose it's a good thing, but it does seem like it's affecting a lot of industries, not, not just ours, not just the mattress and bedding industries, but I'm seeing that farmers are really being hit hard with this. They're getting some government subsidies, but it, that's not uh, doing near enough to offset their losses of what they would should be earning by selling to China, since China's cut off pretty much all agricultural purchases now from U.S. farmers. I just think it's doing more harm than good, and I just don't know what the end game is. I'd love, like to hear you guys talk about um, if you see any clear strategy, because it seems that when Trump is really playing hardball with China, with the Chinese, so he'll raise tariffs and tweet positive things, but he'll raise tariffs anyway, then he'll raise them some more. And China doesn't seem to be blinking on this. It seems like they're... They have more than happy country. to respond in kind and play the long game, wait out Trump, go blow for blow. They don't back down for a fight. Um, so, yeah, I I don't see this being a U.S. victory in the near term. Um, yeah, that was our analyst uh, from the Midwest, by the way. Uh, no. So, yeah, what do you think? I mean, my answer, like I said, because they have a fentanyl trade. Yeah. Like, I think as long as they can count on boatloads of fentanyl coming here, which is untariffed, by the way. Yeah. But, but then, fuck it. Like, just, well, he, just raise raise more steel prices. We don't on. care. He, he, hold on. He he basically, he, he brings up two sectors, manufacturing and agriculture, right? Right. How they're both being affected. Um, manufacturing, I think, is... We backed ourselves into a corner where we're, we were are relying on Chinese manufacturing by making things a so disposable, yeah, but b also worker wages have stayed at the same rate for like forty years, whereas things have gotten more expensive. So to offset that, you make the things cheaper, right, over in China and haul them over here rather than pay people a workable wage to make those things right. that are the cost is rising on. And then they can afford to buy those things. It's the Henry Ford model. Like, make your car affordable and pay your workers enough so that in a year they can afford the car that they're making on the on the factory line. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because it makes sense as a company. If, you, if you're the, you know, if you're the CEO of Apple, do you want somebody using Android? No. In your company? Right, right. No, you have an iPhone. No, you use a MacBook. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. 
it's, it's the same kind of concept. So our it's that stems from corporate greed, right? You know, and Trump can't do anything to help that. That's just the culture. Yeah, you know. But uh, uh, agriculture is the same way. We backed ourselves in the corner. Why? Why are farmers hurting? Well, because c- they can't sell their stuff to China. Sure, but also because it's grown with GMOs, and those yeah. chemicals come from Monsanto, who are bringing them in from China. Right. <laughs> On the fentanyl boat or those separate boats. So. There's- so, guess what? Oh, that's just normal the, raw materials. The tariffs in the trade war caused the price of chemicals from China to skyrocket. Right. Which Monsanto then passes those savings on to the farmer. <laughs> so, yeah, the chemicals he is contractually obligated to use from Monsanto and only Monsanto. Right. Triple or quadruple in price. Of course, he's going to be be hurting, but that's only because the government said, no, Monsanto, only Monsanto. Right. You have to use Monsanto. Right. But at the same time, Monsanto has backed us into a corner because it's all GMO now. Right. You can't sell GMO in Europe, in East, in Western Europe. Right. Hmm. Eastern Europe's fine. Russia doesn't need to buy shit from us. <laughs> okay. Right. Because they have the landmass to produce it. Africa, we've raped it so hard. <laughs> it has nothing left. It couldn't. It can't buy wheat from us. Right. So, I mean, what, South America? But South America is a huge agricultural... And ha- yeah, you know? they have everything they could want. So we could ship it to Australia or, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Prison Planet or... Uh, yeah. So, uh, b- what I'm saying is who's going to buy all this fucking soy <laughs> right. we produce? We don't have enough boys. Who's going to buy all, who's gonna buy, uh, all the, this high fructose corn syrup? We can't, you know... Right. We, we can't give it to China now. We can't sell it to Europe because they don't, don't allow high fuck. fructose right, corn syrup, right. you know, because... They're intelligent people. <laughs> Which one's the most? Would you probably the Aryans? <laughs> Matt, by the way, has submitted his resume, um, and I don't know if Matt's boss knows this yet, but uh, Matt has submitted his resume uh, to be a grandmaster of the local uh, white supremacy chapter of the KKK. That is not now, true. The that resume is, that is like patently said, false. Resume Addison is, is a liar and a fat mouth. What what we might presume that they're doing now is going over it, checking Matt's references. I was not being nature. racist. I was talking world economics I, uh, and 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 and, I, and politics. And now you I, what, you're accusing me of racism. Shut up. You're, sh- you're high. You're high. Okay. I'm gonna go back and talk about China. <laughs> Listen. Uh, let us know when you hear about the job. <laughs> you handed me this. This is on you, my so, friend. The fact that that we're ex- experiencing fuck off. <laughs> this fact, the fact that we're experiencing these blowbacks from China is because we've leveraged ourselves and 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 allowed ourselves to be leveraged. Right. <clears throat> China is the only company that would buy our GMO crops. Right. Okay. Right. That are grown with chemicals we get from fucking China. We've leveraged ourselves and used the Chinese every time we need a little boost in our economy. Right. Every time we want to make something cheaper. Every time a, comp- a private company wants to outsource, outsource. Right. We go to China, and we've let that happen for so long that now they have so much leverage over us that yeah, it's going to take a miracle it or maybe happen. a disaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is probably the more likely scenario. It's going to take a disaster in which we hit the reset button somehow while still maintaining military control of everything. <laughs> it's got. It's going to have to be a controlled burn where we. It's. It's going to have to be a controlled burn where we show them that hey, we're going to take you down financially and economically, and militarily if you do that to us. You know what I mean? 
and everybody resets, and 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 we're, do- yeah. and we're done. And it, bygones be bygones. Yeah, and the people once again pay the price because it's going to be, yeah, that car you bought totally de- depreciated in value. Yeah, that job that you had in the service sector gone because no one can afford shit. And yeah, manufacturing jo- jobs after that might balloon out, but I don't know. And I, I it, if if anyone can do it, it's Trump, right? Because, uh, yeah, he oh, hasn't here had we go. the he, weekly Trump hour. No, he hasn't had the the thing with all politicians who get that high up in you know into politics is that ultimately private money is is your is is how you, you it, private money is your bread and butter, and private money always comes from big companies, always. So. What big company is Trump beholding to? With almost every other politician, you can point out a company and be like, "Yeah, that's their that's their sugar daddy." Goldman Sachs. Is he though? I mean, I would say if anybody is Deutsche Bank, Deutsche Bank has like two years of their, his tax stuff that they're holding. Oh yeah. And everyone's trying. Every like a year they're ago, their pants they were like, up. "Oh yeah," blah, 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 and Deutsche Bank was. Purportedly, you know, in financial ruins, and just happened to that happened to come out like a week after it found out that oh yeah, they he Trump did business with them for two years, and they have like two years of his tax stuff going on. <laughs> Deutsche Bank is fine. <laughs> they just that was just that was yeah. just the New York Times being like, you gonna you gonna blink? Right. What what you got? What what's up, bro? You gonna blink? You gonna you know that was just a little bit of. They're shaking the tree, seeing what, right. whether or not Deutsche Bank's would be like. Okay, capitulate, and you know. Anyway, I see. See, that's the thing. I I think they're probably business associates, people he's been close to, people he's done business with. Right. That uh, that are shitheads. Well, yeah, that are shitheads that he's associated himself with because he's a shithead too. Right. Yeah. But I'm saying, is there any company out there? That's giving him, giving him millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars just for his vote, or are there business partners, businesses he's he's dealt with, financial institutions he's dealt with, right. a give and take? Because with the politicians, thing it goes one way. It's you know, boom, boom, boom. You know, the company gives the politician, the politician gives the vote. Right. Or the employee, and this is a big thing too, the employee leaves the company, you know, and goes into politics, or the politician retires from politics and goes into the company. On the board seat, yeah. And then they have the board seat, and then they're they're junior vice president of some division, and they use all their connections they made in in Washington to To gain leverage for the company. Yeah. (laughs) But that's something that Trump has never really had to do because he's already had the connections. Right. Now, may, there might be a second or third generation leverage there, but I don't think Donald Trump has a whole lot of private companies that have him that have him leveraged to do what you know they want him to do in Washington. Right. Which is probably why you have a lot of big, the big companies like Bezos at the Post and the New York Times, and you know, yeah, going after him so relentlessly. Because presidential candidates. They take money from Big Pharma. Big Pharma gives big money to MSNBC. So if you're on Big Pharma's side, MSNBC... You don't have a choice. You know, CNN, they're going to like you. Don't bite the hand that feeds. But if you're not on Big Pharma's side, and if you're not in Big Pharma's pocket, 
MSNBC and CNN, they're not going to be very nice to you. <laughs> right. Because you're not, you're not, you have been brought in. You're not in the trusted circle. You, they've got nothing on you. Yeah. I don't know, he's still the Antichrist. He told God <laughs> that he was the chosen one. Clip was bananas, by he the said, way. I am the chosen one. He looked one. up in the sky. He raised his hands. He said, I am the chosen one. He did. That's I am. That's what he said. I am the chosen one. He looked down at everybody else. I am. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And like I said, I think practically China doesn't give a rat's ass what we want to charge plastics coming from there. Yeah. Because they have boatloads of untariffed yeah. transactions that they can rely on. And and if Trump, I mean, if, if we close down a Nike factory or a mattress factory, you know, we'll just move that workforce over to the fentanyl factory. Because that's how you can do. Th- that's one of the advantages of a of an of a uh, authoritarian communism. Mm-hmm. So you, you can pretty much have total control of your country. Yeah, that that is kind of one of the pluses. Everybody starves and there's heartache and genocide, but you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. One of the pluses is yeah. you get to tell those motherfuckers what to do. It's a state workforce. Okay. Apple needs a few more guys this week than HP, so slide on over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but, maybe Trump is the Antichrist. And maybe all go, like the end times goes down just like the, you know, the Book of Revelation says. Like, as literal, if, as literal for, as for it a literalist. Be. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's basically Esther's view, is what. <laughs> It's basically like Tim LaHaye yeah, and Jerry B. Jenkins. Shit exploding in the sky. Like exactly, it's exactly like they said it was going to be. <laughs> and if Trump is the Antichrist, you know, you know what? Fine, because it totally makes sense right. of Clown World. Right. That That's... And you, you think, like, if we're not in the end times... Right. Like, if this is just another step in her, her humanity's slow progression towards... Extinction. Extinction, whatever. Right. Uh... Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. But if we do are living in the end times, like this is literally the tribulation, then Clown World is totally just like we know why we live in Clown World. It's no longer a mystery. Right. It's because it's the literally the apocalypse. I have to pee so bad. I know. Hit the Hong Kong and let's go. <laughs> let's go. I can't even find it on the soundboard. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody out there in Stonerland. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.